a second it takes a second here to record and wait, no welcome to bon jovi discussions today i have my buddy reza from london who we were just talking about london a second ago there um how you doing buddy yeah not too bad how you doing doing good i appreciate you staying it's what 10 o'clock your time right now yeah at night. quarter past 10 now yeah yeah, and it's quarter past five here, so you're five hours ahead of me. So I appreciate you uh, being flexible and coming on later uh, in the evening. So before we, before we get into our fun topic, um, I always ask, how did you become a Bon Jovi fan? Um, I would say primarily because of the song Always. So um, before Bon Jovi, I was a, a, more into Michael Jackson in the 80s. And then towards the end of the eighties, um, I got into the band Europe, you know, famous for the Final Countdown and um, Aerosmith as well. And um, I remember hearing always on on the radio because um, I just passed my driving test. I was driving the car, didn't have a tape player, and always was pretty much on the radio um, all day long, driving to and from college. Okay. And um, a friend of mine at college said to me, "Look, if you like Aerosmith and Europe, you're going to love Bon Jovi. Try them out." So that Christmas, I bought the um, Crossroads album that was released. And the rest, as they say, is history. I, I bought These Days, which became my favorite all-time album uh, a few months later when it was released. And that's where I've been from there, really. You know, that's um, my history, if you like. What's your favorite song? Is it Always Still? or No, it's Bed of Roses. Um, Bed of Roses. When I heard Bed of Roses, I just, yeah, that song just took me away, blew me away when I heard it. Yeah, um, the the, um, the intro, the vocals, and that guitar solo is just incredible. For everyone that's watching this, wondering, yeah, yes, Reza is in front of the mountains right now. He's outside in front of the mountains, as you can see. <laughs> Your background. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, my kitchen's a bit of a mess at the moment because I'm having some building work done. So you really don't want to see the state of it. Yeah, I'm just kidding with you. Um, so anyway, we are today we are going to talk about hopefully our top five. We'll at least definitely get into our top three, depending on time. But our top three favorite Richie guitar solos slash guitar work. Um, I know on yesterday I posted on Twitter because uh, I was kind of curious to see what everyone else's favorite um, solos were. And uh, got a lot of the same, which was cool. Got a lot of the same um response you know dry county and wanted and better roses and stuff so before we before and i know this isn't one of your top three so i guess we'll get into it um this one's not in my top three but i feel like as a from a fan perspective and maybe as a in the world of critics i hate i hate critics but you there's no doubt and Dry County is absolutely Richie's best work that he's ever done in his entire career, as, at least with Bon Jovi. That is absolutely his best guitar work that he's ever done. Now, like I said, I know it's not in my it's not in my top five, but I know it's in, in yours. So I'll let you talk a little more about Dry County and what you love about it. Um, it's just the coolness of it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, if you take the first solo, for example, after the, you know, um, the chorus, it's just his technique, the bends. I mean, I've been playing guitar for 
20, over 20 years now. I still can't master, you know, a professional like him. But that, that feeling you get when he's bending those notes and the emotion that goes into it, it's oh, just yeah. on another level. The, the first time I heard it, I was just taken away with it. You know, it was just something that I never kind of heard before because I'd heard the heavy rock solos like on, you know, lots of Bon Jovi songs and Aerosmith and, and Europe as well. But I hadn't quite heard something as mellow and calm and relaxing as that first solo. Then you get the second solo, which just yeah, just takes you into believing, doesn't it? With that, with the, yeah. the start that's of it, and then and the rest of it. That's my yeah. favorite. And, and it's not a mess. Do you know what I mean? There's some structure to it. There's, there's, it's not a, a, a mess. Someone just like you know, um, best way to describe it, just tapping notes within one with one with one arrangement, chord arrangement. It's all over the guitar neck. It's all different octaves, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you know. Yeah. Which is why. There's variation there, which is, why, which is why I love it so much, which is why it's um, probably in my top three, if I include other bands, top three solos of all time. And what I really love about Dry County is it live. And you watch almost every single performance of Dry County, and Richie rarely misses a note. Mm-hmm. And he makes it look so easy, but you and I both know that it is incredibly hard to play and he does it so fast and so easy you know um that's why i find the song so incredible that's one of like the highlights for me of seeing it live is just watching richie play it and i'll give credit to phil x too he does an amazing job of it as well i've never seen it live unfortunately i've I've seen bon jovi i think five or six times i've never experienced the song live unfortunately even with richie even with Richie, yeah. Oh, man. Thank, thankfully, there's YouTube videos, you know. Um, <laughs> and you know what else I wonder, too, about Dry County? I wonder, because of, like you said, how well structured it was. You know, you can tell it took a lot of effort and time to make all the all these solos in this song. So I kind of wonder how long it took Richie to kind of write and record all of his guitar parts. You know? I yeah. know it would have taken a while. Yeah, we've got to remember it as well. I think John does the rhythm guitar on, on the albums, doesn't he? So he's probably got him helping him out in terms of um, the rhythm fills and all that sort of thing. What I've learned playing guitar, when you do, when you're trying to um, create a solo, it, it depends on, on your mood, really. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're smashing it that day, you can knock something out pretty much within that day. If you're struggling or your mind's not there, it may take a little bit longer. So... So who knows? But something like that. Yeah, and with how, a bit of a while. with with his experience and how incredible of a guitar player he was, I imagine that didn't take too long for him to kind of write and. No, probably not. But another one I wanted to mention, and I don't think this is in either of our top fives, but another song that has to be noted because it's one of Richie's best songs, uh, guitar-wise, is "Wanted Dead or Alive." Mm-hmm. There's no doubt, you know what you know. I'm not that big fan of of Wanted. Now, a lot of people think I'm crazy here. I I do enjoy the the slippery version of Wanted. I do. I actually love the This Life Feels Right version of Wanted a lot more. But that's just me. But what I can say, though, the highlight for me to see Wanted live, even with Phil, is watching them, you know, especially Richie, because we're talking about Richie here, you know, playing the first two and a half minutes on the acoustic guitar on the 12th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and the then, intro. 
Yeah, and then and then well then right before the guitar solo, you see him, you know, kind of leaving the stage to change the guitars, and then all of a sudden he just boom, you know, like it's just amazing how he just rocks that guitar solo. Then that's the highlight for me with that song, is that solo. Yeah, I, I love the intro, the ex- extended intro that he does. Uh, if you've seen the live from London uh, video from 1995, that intro is absolutely amazing. And I've oh, seen yeah. a shortened version of that in Milton Keynes in 2001. It's about half of that, but you still get to experience that great are you Are you talking about the intro before the intro of the song? Like he kind of like yeah. has like his own little spotlight. That's right, yeah. Yep. That's right. I, I love that. You know, And for people who are kind of confused of what we're talking about, listen to um, Wanted Dead or Alive on the One One Night CD. Um, I forget which show. That, I think that was from the Crush Tour. Uh, that, yeah, that was New York, I think, that year, 2000. Yeah, and so, you, you you know, there's like a minute there where Richie's just playing on guitar, and it's kind of like his spotlight. And, you know, speaking of spotlight, this kind of takes me to the next one. Again, last one here, but this one's not in our top five either. Another notable thing about how incredible a guitar player Richie was, especially in the early years, is you watch videos from the 7800 tour. When Richie would do um, that, like five minute guitar playing before they start, they went into In and Out of Love. Mm-hmm. Man, that is incredible. Yep, agreed. Yep, and I only came became aware of that a few years ago, actually, um, just by YouTube recommending yeah. some videos. Hadn't seen it before. Oh man, it, it, it's so you know that's probably like the highlight with me for the seventy eight hundred tour was is seeing Richie just do that so and it's so badass, mm-hmm. you know it, it was kind of nice to see Richie kind of get a spotlight you know with John you know doing his thing for a few minutes and just Richie just shredding that guitar you know it was that was that was cool to see and I yeah um all right so let's get into our top three so. You, your first one was Dry County, so I guess I'll go in with my first one. My absolute favorite solo that I've ever seen him do, I don't want to say so, I want, also want to say guitar work as well, but my absolute favorite performance ever from the band is always from 1995 at Wembley Stadium. And the reason sure. I mentioned that one is because of the outro. You know, with the, the, you know, the band does like a little two-minute jam session at the end, and I'll just use all 95 as an example because he's, he's also done it, you know, on other tours as well. The way that the band just comes together beautifully and the way that Richie, Richie is, is I, I don't say this because I'm a Bon Jovi fan. Richie is honestly one of the best guitarists that's ever lived. And what I really love about his guitar playing is that he is so soulful and he makes weird faces too sometimes when he's playing, but that's the fun of it. But you know, when he's closing his eyes, like in this always performance, you know, his his eyes are closed, he's not missing a note. And it's like he's pulling sincerity and, and purity and emotion from his heart and pouring it in the guitar and it comes and translates well to the audience, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, and that's what, and I think like that solo for always has really took that song to another level. You know, for example, I love the original Always. That's on the re, the Crossroad album, but compared to all, and compared to the Wembley '95 performance, the original is generic. I absolutely just have to always listen to the live version now because 
of that outro solo. Do you know what? I'm the same, but I prefer the MSG version from yeah. 2007. 2008. Yeah, that's 2000, that one. 2008. I love it. Yeah, that Absolutely was. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. That was a, there's also one that they did. Uh, I forget the city, but it was on the Have a Nice Day tour. I think it was on the last leg, but. I don't know if that's even on YouTube, to be honest with you, but that was amazing. You know, and he really rocked on that uh, solo there. But, um, yeah, that's, that's my absolute favorite. So what's your second favorite? So my, my best is Dry County, but my favorite is Bed of Roses. Okay, Bed of Roses. Yeah, Bed of Roses because it's just a... It's a proper rock ballad guitar solo, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it's a scorching guitar solo with feeling and emotion. You can feel you can feel all that in the playing, can't you? When, oh, you, know, when I first heard that song, especially the guitar solo, it was just like, wow, this is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And for me, there's only one solo that betters that, which is um, personally November Rain by Slash, the first solo. Um, but... As far as Bon Jovi's concerned, Bed of Roses is my favorite. Yeah, you know, there's there's two great things about Bed of Roses is that intro, and mm-hmm. if you're like a really big Bon Jovi fan, you know Richie's sound on guitar, and that just that intro just screams Richie. And um, obviously, the solo too is great. Um, what I really like about Better Roses was the actual music video, and and every time I listen to the song, I just picture the music video, and I picture him on that mountain. What, the mountain the behind me. What's that? Yeah, the mountain behind the mountain Jeff. Behind. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and playing that solo because it, uh, I don't know if you have the Keep the Faith, the videos VHS, but he talks about being on that mountain, and if I recall correctly they had to do that that shot real because they did on a helicopter circling around them yeah i think he did the solo like two or three times and they had to get him down because it was so cold they had trouble getting him down didn't they yeah then david had to go up there as well and oh man but uh that that's awesome you know and i i miss Richie live with that song it's a guy called wayne isham i think who directed it who richie referred to him as a nut (laughs) yeah on the mountain but it's worth it because it's one of the most iconic scenes of the video, you know? Yeah. And uh, all right. So my second favorite is the solo to I'll Be There For You. Okay. You, you. Now, I really love John's work on the guitar. I want to give John credit on that song, too, because John on the rhythm guitar is really good. Basic chords, but really fun. To, it's one of my favorite songs to play. But back to Richie, you know, two notable things about that song is the intro, you know, the da 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 you know, I just, it's it's easy to learn. I love playing on guitar, but it's so easy, but yet it's so good. Mm-hmm. And um, Effective. Yeah, and the solo, I, I'll Be There For You is probably one of the greatest Bon Jovi ballads ever written. And the solo itself, I think, took the song to a new level, you know, as far as emotion goes, you know, because you really feel the song in that solo, if that makes sense, you know, like, yeah. because by the time you're a minute into the song, you're just, you're feeling, it's like one of those songs where you're, you're heartbroken and you're just torn with emotion and, 
and then that solo comes on it and that is that's like the really heart grabbing part of the song is that solo the, the outro on the live version if you've seen the the crush video mm-hmm. the outro is amazing love it absolutely yeah. love it and i was lucky enough when i saw them that year at wembley stadium they did play that song pretty much the same as you see in the crush video yeah you know and i i love seeing i, I loved seeing richie do it over the years you know he he would sing it while John yeah. took a break and stuff, and so that mm-hmm. kind of took the song to another level for me, you know. Because you know, in the original recording, excuse me, in, in the original recording, he's um, was I'm, I'm trying to find the right words to say here. In the original recording, his vocals really give an essence to the song. You know, like as per example, is in the third verse in between the two choruses when you know, maybe my maybe my hands are dirty, but I wanted to be your Valentine. I'll be the one. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, gives an extra octave, doesn't he? Well, it, just vocally, it's just like, wow. You know, like, like him and John both there. Just you know, that's that's probably my favorite John Ritchie moment is is that part right there, and and so it's not just guitar on that song, but it's also vocally. You know, he really added that because. He was responsible for that song. He primarily wrote that song. Yeah. Do you know what? I only found out about that the other day. I didn't realize that. I yeah. didn't realize he primarily, he primarily wrote that song. Yeah. Um, if I recall correctly, I think he wrote most of it after a breakup. And then he took it to John, and John did, like, I think a couple of lines in the one of the yeah, verses, yeah. I think. But Richie primarily wrote that whole song. Um, yeah. So, all right. What's your third? Um, I put on your, your Twitter thing yesterday, my guitar lies bleeding in my arms. And the reason I put that is just because of the deepness of the solo. It, it, it captures the feeling of the song. And if someone's going through, you know, what John's singing about, how you're feeling, you're feeling that blue. And that guitar solo for me, it just, it just takes you there into that, into that mood, into that feeling, you know, where you're a little bit of despair yet. You know, there's hope on the other side. If you see what I mean. So it starts off a little bit, a bit gloomy, but it sort of builds up to a more sort of optimistic outlook, if you like. Yeah. Which is why I like it so much. It just takes um, a genius to come up with something like that. Yeah. Right? It, it, I love how bluesy it is, especially that intro. You know, most of these days, it's very bluesy, which I, I love, which is a different style of rich that we really haven't seen pre-1995 you know maybe a little bit on keep the faith but a little you bit keep the faith yeah you really didn't hear much bluesy sound in the 80s bon jovi so these days album was you, you got a lot of bluesy um sounding from richie and so my guitar lies bleeding is a perfect example of that especially that intro you know i i love it yeah not heard it live unfortunately i think it was only played during the these days tour and hasn't I, been played since then. I think it's been performed four times in total, maybe five. Yeah. But yeah, only that wouldn't surprise me. I think it was done once during Crush Tour as well. And then never saw the light of day after that. But that's, that's yeah. a song I love to see it live. It's a bit difficult to play as well because it's, um, I can't remember the tuning, but it's a different um, tune setup on yeah. the guitar to play it. Which, I don't like messing with my guitar, so I just tend to leave it. 
They got guitar techs and they got hundreds of guitars that they take on tour. It's like Hugh McDonald. Did you know Hugh McDonald always takes a special bass on tour just in case John decides to do something to believe in because he has a special bass for it? And even on tours that they've never done it, Hugh still takes it on tour, which I thought that was kind of cool. So my, my point here is like Richie could bring a guitar in, and John, because I think John plays guitar on that song too. Have it in the right tune if you decide to play. Hey, you got the guitar ready yeah, to go. They might have it in, in the background. You're right. But again, yeah. <laughs> whether they decide to or not is another matter, isn't it? Yeah. So my third favorite. So that's I'm going to pull away now from all the ballads and slow stuff. My third favorite is not just the solo, but also the, the guitar work of the entire song, Bad Medicine. Man, I absolutely love bad medicine's guitar work you know and the verses you know it's it, it's kind of simple but it's but it's, it's fun and it, it's very edgy and it just makes you want to mm, you know it just i, I can't explain it but it, it's it gets it's so the juices good. flowing doesn't it <laughs> yeah and you know i also love right before the, the bum, 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 you know i yeah. i always wonder what it sound like on like a like a talk box if he would have you know kind of like how you do with prayer and you know, this is love and it's my life and stuff like that. You know, having that talk box along with that, you know, that part. Man, I think yeah. that was really cool, you know. Yeah. And maybe they yeah. tried that in the studio and just didn't work. But I've seen some versions of a talk box, actually. Uh, my brother, who also plays guitar, has got a talk box and he does that. It does sound yeah. pretty nifty. Yeah. And so that's why I, I think with just that part, I, I think there was – I've heard rumors that there was like some talks about having a talk box on that something that didn't happen, but that's just rumors. Um, yeah. And the solo too is so fun. Solo's mental. <laughs> yeah, especially like right at the end, like the end of the solo, right before John comes back in. Man, I love like those those high notes and the way he bends those strings and yeah, and that's just. And there's a really fun video if you haven't seen it already. Or people that are watching this, listening. Look up Bon Jovi Soundcheck um, Today Show 2000, or maybe 2001. I think, no, it was 2000 because they're promo and crush. There's a, it's about a half hour long, and the band was doing Soundcheck for the Today Show, and John wasn't there yet. He was running late, but the whole band was there. So they played songs like It's My Life, uh, Bad Medicine, and I'll Sleep When I'm Dead without John there. So it was just like, watching them play instrumentally and like one of the highlights of that was like watching richie play all the guitar work doing the back and vocals but they did bad medicine and man you can like hear the guitar work so distinct distinctively mm-hmm. and man have you seen that video you know what i'm talking about no i haven't seen it no, no. after we do I'll our check do yourself a favor and watch that, especially the bad medicine portion anyone that's listening trust me it is a real gem and I, I, that's why I love soundcheck so much and like gems like that because like sometimes you know vocals when especially when they're being recorded kind of overpower instruments you know so you don't really get to hear some of the band stuff going on you know and so like this bad medicine performance at the soundcheck is very distinct and it, it sounds really good. Yeah, you can hear the rawness, can't you? Mm-hmm, the rawness and yeah. just it's awesome. So yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah. So what's your? So this would be your. Do you have a fourth? Fourth. Um, 
think probably have a nice day you know mm. have a nice day is very catchy very fast yeah i i love that two neck guitar too that he played in the video and, and he played with it live on the have a nice day in lost highway oh, telecaster two neck yeah double neck yeah yeah, that was a that's a beautiful guitar, and I I love that you know that intro, the boom 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 boom. You know, I, I love yeah. that. Yeah, solo was good, song, obviously. What's that? Great song, I loved it when it came out. It was I was playing it nonstop actually. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah, I think I was annoying some people, my wife especially. Oh, you're playing that song again and again. Well, you know, it's it's a it was a great song at the time, still is, you know. Absolutely. My fourth favorite would be um, my fourth could change, but today I would say I'd put Wad in the streets mm -hmm. in there because uh, I just I love the way that him and David play that solo. You know, it's um, it's oh, very guitar bit. yeah. You know, it, it's a great combination of mm -hmm. David and Richie, and it's just it, it just sounds so fun. You know, and it, it, if you listen to the whole slip, you know. The debut, seventeen hundred and Slippery, I think was more, how do, I, how do I want to word this? Unleashed Richie. You know, Richie, yeah. I think Richie had more, I don't want to say. More input. I would say he was, I think he was more free to, you know, Freedom. do stuff. Because if you listen to those first three albums, especially seventeen hundred, it's so edgy and like he's he's what makes all of those songs really good you know that like you look at Timmy hunter for example the solo in silent night the solo in only lonely um or just the guitar work in these songs um hardest part is the night in and out of love i mean man those have some balls to those songs you yeah, know absolutely yeah real yeah. rawness a real bit of feeling to it yeah absolutely yeah. agree with you you know, and then you get on the slippery album and like that slide guitar so or intro and without love, um, I die for you, and just so many amazing uh, songs. You know, but like I mentioned, only lonely. And I kind of want to make a little quick note because I was um, I was talking about this with someone yesterday. If you listen to the 1985 recording or any of the live performances from the 80s, the guitar was obviously really good. But if you go to the Circle Tour, the guitar in that song is more distinct. Have you noticed? Like, listen to some soundtrack mm -hmm. like, on the uh, 700 uh, special edition that came out in 2010. They do, I think it's a sound check. And you hear Richie uh, play, playing some of the solo without the singing yet. And that, it kind of goes back to my point of like Bad Medicine from 2000 sound check. You know, it's more distinct and you can hear sounds you don't normally hear when it's the song is being played in full. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right there. So, all right. I'll, you have one more song? One more song. Um, uh, probably, I think Let It Rock. Mm. Let It Rock is just a mad heavy tune, isn't it? I the love guitar the solo is nuts. I love the drive that Richie has in that song during the verses and chorus. And then obviously, like you said, the solo. Yeah. It's just a heavy, heavy track, isn't it? Mm -hmm. A lot of um, you know, heavy drums. Um, I know you hear the keyboard part at the beginning, but you really don't hear it for the rest of the song, do you? It's just overpowered with the guitars. Yeah. You know? so, another example of not being able to hear certain parts of the song because of overpowering. Yeah. Yeah. 
and there's I think two or three guitars going on in that song, isn't there? Which is which is great. Isn't that heavy, edgy sound? And like I said, the guitar solo is just it's just nuts. It really is. Absolutely. Um, my last, so I could keep going on with Bon Jovi songs, and I could pick this solo, that solo, but I feel like we we can't do a top five Richie solo if we don't mention his solo work. So I have to mention one of my favorite guitar solos he's done is on Seven Years Gone, which is from his third solo album, Aftermath of the Lowdown. I absolutely love the outro. I don't think it really matters. Like, the, the vibe and the emotion of the song doesn't really match with the outro. I always thought it was like two completely different things put together. But yeah. in a weird way, it actually worked, you know? And uh, like like when he was on Craig Ferguson uh, back in 2012 when he was doing promo for the album, that outro was awesome. The way that he performed it live. There's a few live shows that he did with that song too. And man, you could tell he really loved that outro. I think he really enjoyed himself doing that album tour, did he? Just mm-hmm. uh, the mood he was in. And he, he could perform um, on a few TV morning shows here in England. Yeah. Um, every every road that leads home to you um, was regularly played, and you could just see he was. I think maybe because he was out of his shell, I'm not too sure. He just looked a little bit different from, yeah. you know, the previous tools, etc. Um, but yeah, like that album, um, Richie's solo work. I'd probably go with Stranger in This Town. That is such a chilled out melody, isn't it? Oh yeah, sure is. And, you know, we talked about guitar work, too. I also want to mention We Are Magic from the RSO album. That mm-hmm. song is underrated because I really love how he has the talk box in that intro. The bum, 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 da, da, da. You know, as he's playing the guitar and then has the talk yeah. box. Man, that's one of my other favorite uh, guitar work that he's done solo. You know, it's simple, yet really good. Effective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally so. agree. What before we conclude? What's your favorite Richie solo song? Solo song. Oh. I don't know if, if I want to go with "Every Road Leads Home to You" or um, "Stranger in This Town." A toss up between those two. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Or Ballad of Youth is another one, isn't it? So, What's that? Ballad of Youth. I'm glad you mentioned Ballad of Youth. I love Ballad of Youth. The the outro, the way that he ends the song, the bah, bah, it's simple, but yet so good. And the way that yeah. it kind of just fades out at the end. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Great, great, great singer, great guitar player. And probably the masked singer, as you've seen on, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about them because who knows if it's Richie. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I... I guess I had to be. A con- I'm saying that for another day that that conversation. But yeah, I to kind of conclude. I'm really happy to see where Richie is today. You know, he's really happy. He's healthy. I'm not going to say from what show, but you can tell how good he is sounding vocally. I mean, he sounds yeah. phenomenal. You know, yeah, yeah. I agree so, on that one. Yeah, as good as ever. <laughs> Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, thank you for staying up late and taking the time to come on and talk about some of our favorite solos. And uh, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. All right. Stay on as I end the recording. Okay, buddy. Okay. Take care.